continue looking at why new videos are so successful when, com when it comes to content creation and reaching an audience and being memorable and so on. Um, we can look at some stats that tell us that well, pictures and videos are, and I have to cheat and look, 20 times more memorable than just facts. So if someone just gives you facts, 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 like in a boring lecture, for example, uh, you're less likely to remember than them compared to when someone tells you a story, shows you pictures, and so on. So that's why storytelling, especially visual storytelling, is so important. In order to tell effective stories, there are a few things that we have to consider. One of the most important things right now is authenticity, because we've been exposed to influencers, celebrities, the Kardashians, and so on. No hate, um, but yeah, to celebrities in that in that realm, and most of us had enough of it. So we want to see, we want to see real, real recognizes real. We want to see um, real people using products in real life and being convinced that those products are the right ones, and then we believe them, and then we might consider following that brand or trying it and so on. So authenticity, um, honesty is what matters these days. Then when we look at how do we actually tell those convincing, authentic stories, we can look at three um, factors that influence or that help us to create a perfect storytelling approach. One is, of course, we have to look at um, what kind of data are we using? What kind of data are we producing? Can we use data in order to maybe tell more engaging stories? Secondly, we look at distribution. Okay, where do we distribute um, our, our story? Do we just cross post on all the channels? Do we try to use a transmedia storytelling approach maybe even? So that's something that we have to consider. And then lastly, of course, or maybe even firstly, uh, content creation. How do we create content? Who creates the content? Am I sitting down writing all the, the blog posts, do all the infographics, take the pictures, or who's in charge of that? Who can we use for this? User generated content maybe. What else? Are there other possibilities? So if you look at those three factors and we break it down, then we can create some kind of framework, maybe even that will help us to create more engaging stories. For content creation, the last point I just mentioned, and now the first one on our list, for example, we could look at um, maybe there are some internal stakeholders in our agency, in our company that are worth talking about, tell a story about this person, have them do some blogs, have them do whatever, interviews, what, whatever you want. Yeah, but maybe you have internal stakeholders that fit a nice narrative. Even if the narrative is not nice, maybe it's something engaging, some story worth telling that people can connect to. And then um, you already found a way to tell an engaging story. The distribution then, the second point on the list, um, talks about, well, how do we distribute? Do we go to all the channels? Do we post like, we create one video, then we post it on Instagram, IG Story, um, TikTok, uh, Rockfin, because I just did research on that, YouTube, Vimeo, Facebook. Do we just post the same video everywhere? Or do we selectively post it somewhere? And do we post other videos that, and that I don't know, lead to the main video, for example? Do we cut this video into, into separate parts to post it on IG Stories, for example? Do we add some dancing routine in between and post a dancing routine to TikTok that then will link to the Facebook video or to the YouTube video or to our article and so on? So those are things we really have to consider. Also, and I said it in the social media videos that we had before, but if you go into a channel, you need to obviously be aware of how to use the channel. You need to know the strengths, the weaknesses, 
um, you need to be native in that channel. So don't just set up a Twitch account and go like, yay, let's Twitch, I guess. How does it work? So yeah, know the channel. Lastly, then the data point, the first one I mentioned, now the last point on the list that we're discussing here means, well, what data can you use and then how do you use it? So, I, and I, I mentioned this um, several times in other videos as well, simply because it's so important to me. It is easy, and I mentioned it back then in the KPI video, it is easy to track data, to collect data. It's rather difficult to make sense of it and then to use it. So here in this case for content creation, you would say, okay, what kind of data do I get? I can get data from um, users, website visitors. Um, I can see how much time they spend with certain articles on certain sites. Uh, I can see when they are most active on our site, on social media, and so I can see where they are from, can see how old they are, all those things. So you need to find out which data makes sense to analyze. Don't just analyze all the data, which data makes sense to analyze, and then you try to draw conclusions. Like they like entertainment topics more than sport topics on my website, for example. They were active between 9 p.m. and 11 p.m. because they are students and they studied and they do their assignments at night, for example. Um, they're never active during, during working hours because they're office people. So then I don't run ads or don't create content or don't publish content during those times, for example. So data only makes sense if we well, make sense of it and actually use it. But we will have more of this in some um, extra data related videos as well. Mm -hmm.